Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. I assume that you stayed up to watch that football game, Andy. I did not. I quit. I went to bed, and you know, going back and looking, it seems like the Bills kind of just gave the Chiefs the business. Is that what happened? Is that how it went down? Business was given. They were given multiple businesses, and they accepted it willingly with that defense, especially that poor safety that was out there on an island a couple times. The Bills, it was a weird game last week where we had the Bills beat up on a really, really bad team, didn't look all that good doing it, and still scored 40 points. So it was tough to figure out what was going to happen there. Like, are they that good? Can we glean anything from that game? And then it was like, yeah, apparently they are pretty good, especially when the deep ball is working. And that deep ball from Allen is going to work when they're playing a bad secondary. I swore I wasn't going to stay up. I spent the afternoon at the office watching football. (laughs) I did the halftime show from the office. I drove home. One of the rare times where I didn't flip on the – I try not to watch it on the phone because it's dangerous while you're driving. So I know which yes. AM I know. Yeah. The, thank you. Thanks Andy for the hot tip, but I know which AM stations carry the game. Like, so I'll just listen to it in the car on the way home. One of the rare times where it's like, I'm not worried about like hurrying home and catch the game. It literally was not on. They had the rain delay. I said, fuck it. I'm going to bed. I'm not doing this. And then right before I went to bed, I, I went to TV room to turn the light off and I'm like, I'm going to flip it on and see if it just, if it's on yet. Just starting, of course, I stayed up for the whole thing. Yep, so I, before, and honestly, I played three halftime bets because I thought we were going with Bills and then Bills Moneyline for a tickle. And then Drew pulled the audible and said, let's just do Bills team total over. So all three hit. So it didn't matter what you listened to um, when we were talking through the halftime show. Anything Bills related did hit in the second half. Nice way to end the weekend. I had some Bills team total for a full unit bet, and that got there too. Are we worried about the Chiefs? I don't know if you guys covered this again. I was asleep, but losses to Baltimore, the Chargers, and the Bills. I mean, the win over the Eagles was a nice win, but I don't remember that being too convincing. Again, the Browns win, not too convincing. Uh, they They got two games on the road here, but then things get a little soft. They got the Giants at home. The Packers haven't looked great, but are we worried yet? I'm not worried just because of the, the Browns when they were and they were healthy at the beginning of the year. That Browns, which was much healthier than the current iteration, the Chargers, the Bills, and the Ravens are very, very good teams. Like a couple of those were coin flip games that you know didn't go their way in the end. Uh, the Browns actually was kind of a coin flip game that went their way. So maybe the the gap between them and the other teams of note in the AFC has diminished greatly. I think that's probably the case. So I'm not worried they'll be in the playoffs, but it might be the scariest, you know, six or seven seed of all time <laughs> as far as, oh, my right. God, Patrick Mahomes is coming here. We won the division, and that's what we get. Like I won, I won the AFC South, and all I got was a T-shirt and to play Patrick Mahomes. That stinks. So, speaking of the Baltimore Ravens, they play tonight. I didn't bet anything in this one. I thought maybe this would fall into a teaser. If I'm just looking at my numbers, I show a little value on Baltimore, but I did kind of like what Indianapolis did as far as the game plan last week. So I'm a little scared off them, based on you know that I think they've got a good enough coaching staff where they figured out how to stay in a game and some of these teams when you are a touchdown dog when you're not good 
sometimes it is a matter of just staying in a game. Hopefully turnover luck goes your way. Hopefully a few things bounce your way at the end and you can get it done because they certainly know they're, you know, they're in a bad spot here. It's their third straight road game heading to Baltimore for a primetime game against a, a team that looked pretty good in the past last week. Did you uh, you take a listen at all, or are we just doing first touchdowns? This one just – it's a tough game. I don't know why Baltimore hasn't taken any money. Again, it seems like everybody really likes the spot for Baltimore. should be a solid matchup, but the Colts just kind of hang around here. Again, it could just be the value of solid coaching and having a solid offensive line. It feels like an over spot to me. Again, at, at 46 and a half, I was expecting to see, to see something closer to like 48 honestly. So, you know, not a big edge there. I might do something with some overs there, something like that. But um, yeah, just first touchdown score for me so far. I mean, I, I couldn't think of anything else. I mean, what do you think? Uh, do, do you like the over at all? Uh, it's I'm close to it. Like I'm, I'm a, like 47 and a half little value. It just kind of depends how the game flow goes. If Indy can't get anything going offensively, Baltimore can just grind this game. They had every running back get hurt in the preseason, they still are somehow able to grind games if they need to. Like show in the chat says Lamar Jackson over his passing yardage. They did seem pretty happy just going with the pass when it was given to him and he was taking advantage of it. They have more receivers healthy now, so maybe that's not a bad look. But I will lean on you for the bet I will make tonight for sure. First touchdown score, my favorite sweat. It's so much fun really is oh, it's, it's been a while we could get one here and i hope we do we got some big numbers today you know as you start to look at this matchup here you know obviously the ravens the better team we saw them favored by seven points as you go look at the top of this market obviously we're gonna have lamar jackson up there jonathan taylor up there don't mind jonathan taylor honestly but his number wasn't very good you know if you're doing something fun like a same game parlay maybe a prize pick entry something like that i think it'll be a nice night for jonathan taylor running backs have actually done pretty solid against the ravens in general I thought about Mark Andrews, but I was pretty surprised here, Andy. He does not have a target in the red zone all year. No. He only has two targets inside the 20 and no touchdown. So the best number I could find on him was 9-1. to one. Thought about that for a little bit while, but again, try to stick to double digits here as best I can. As I start to go down the list, you know, you're looking at ways to attack the Ravens here. Again, generally, you'll find some value in the underdog, which is what you see here. we got three Colts players to start. Zach Pascal, someone who has started to pick up a little bit and has the largest target share of any wide receiver on the Colts in terms of, again, inside the 20, inside the 10. Um, the Ravens, again, give up touchdowns to receivers generally they're pretty solid against the run you look at different ways um, they've been susceptible to, to touchdowns in the passing game especially from tight ends so we're going to take both Colts tight, tight ends here Jack Doyle Mo Alley Cox I know it's kind of annoying to have to take both players but at greater than 30 to 1 I'm fine doing that um, have no problem putting the two of them together with around 15 to 1 or so I forget exactly what the math ends up looking like but Again, both have got a lot of targets. They're top three, top four on the team and targets, again, inside the 10, inside the 20. And that's the best way to attack this Ravens team. So I like those tight ends and the wide receiver for the Colts. And then one wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, a name that you might not know, Mr. Devin DuVarnay, second in targets inside the 20, inside the 10 for this Ravens team. Has been getting a lot of attention there, has done solid here. And at 40 to 1, I had this at closer to 20, somewhere less than that. Again, especially given how they're the favorite, given the Colts give up passing touchdowns here. So happy to grab our, this little group tonight. Again, some other names that I thought about. We'll, we'll try to stick to some big numbers and see if we can hit one, Andy. I'm down with it. I'm just price shopping now. 
definitely shop around because there's much worse numbers than these. There are, around. especially those tight end numbers. Some of them get pretty low. Uh, poke around, like like you said, it's I try to stick to the 30s on the tight ends. You know, if you've got Pascal, I think anything better than 17 is probably pretty solid. And then Duvarnay, again, like I said, I have him at slightly less than 20, so I think anything 30 or higher is better for him. But 40 is not tough to find. Yeah. I did. I like right away. I found one of those. It's like, oh, you, you said thirty to one or thirty-three. Here's a twenty to one. Don't go playing that. Don't play these at horrible numbers. Yeah, don't do if that. If you have horrible numbers, find some more outs. I We're think, sorry. Uh, you'll be. Thank you for Well, I think you know. Find some more outs. You'll be happier in the long run on anything you're betting if you're able to shop around a little. Um, props tonight. I am doing a prize picks entry. You can too if you really want to, which you should because it's. I don't know. It's a fun way to attack the props market. You can use promo code BBB to get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks. So a hundred turns into 200 pretty easily. This is a, this pays three to one on my deposit or on the, on the entry here with Jonathan Taylor and, and Sammy Watkins, just kind of based on game script, what they did last week. I think that is going to be more of the game plan again, leaning on Jonathan Taylor. Again, it was, ugly trying to use him it, it ugly trying to use him as like first touchdown scorer but just getting him over 56 yards the usage they're going to see even against a decent defense he's just going to get this by attrition he, he hasn't been under this for i think maybe once out of four weeks this year he had a really nice week last week and then same kind of thing with sammy watkins you're looking at some uh prices on him for or excuse me you were looking at target share and some things on, you know, red zone. I'm looking just overall target share. Sammy Watkins, plenty of targets here to get over this. So especially with uh, Mark Andrews targets kind of dropping based on him having the dropping, dropping C's. So Sammy Watkins over 40 and a half yards, going chalk, chalk donkey Andy and just playing overs. But I like both of these. And I almost did play Carson Wentz under a half touchdown, but it just wasn't value based on what you can get in the prop market. Right. He only has one interception all year. So, I mean, it's, he has been careful with the ball, and I think they are going to take it out of his hands a little. That might be something I'm going to play in prop. I like that. And Indian Wells, soldiers on out there in the desert. Drew and I talked about it a little last night, just looking at some of the men's side. How are our futures faring? Or is that... Pretty solid. We've got, I believe we had four futures in total. Three are left. Miss Collins is still alive. Miss Pagula is still alive. And I can't remember the fourth name, Andy. It's not very good. I should know that. Um, unfortunately, Teichman got knocked out. She's no yeah. longer around. Contivate. Contivate's the other no name that's around. Contivate's got Andreescu here. She's a big favorite. I didn't take the over. I've been kind of avoiding that one. I was hoping for a nicer price on Contivate, but she opened north of minus 200, which is pretty tough, but she's in good shape. Pagula's got Svitolina. That match is pretty much a coin flip, so we'll keep our fingers crossed there. I think we'll get at least one of those two th through. And then our last one, Miss Collins. We're actually going to bet on her again. I, I know it's Ooh. generally something people don't like to do, but I, I love this match here for, for Collins. Values value. Sure. Yeah. As you, yeah, exactly. You, you can't think about your futures. Again, it's, you know, the concept from business school and economics is sunk cost. Once it's happened, it's happened. It's already, it's over there. It shouldn't affect decisions you make going forward. And as I start to look at this match, she is going to be playing Olms Jabor. We like Olms Jabor quite a bit. She's a very solid player, 
very clever, has a lot of variety in her game, um, a very high floor, but these courts have been tremendously slow. And I think with, you know, kind of her overall lack of power, she struggles to hit winners sometimes in some of these slower courts, especially slower hard courts, where she doesn't have a chance to kind of slide and catch up from that perspective, take advantage a little bit more of her spin. Collins, again, has just been playing fantastic tennis for the last couple months, ever since her surgery, um, has only really lost two matches. Those were to Sabalenka and then Vondrasova in three in the last couple months. I think overall Collins is a better game, not only for these courts, but just generally over the last month. And I have her favor in this match. So uh, plus 115 looks good. I would play this all the way down to probably plus 105. Um, I have her minus 120, maybe minus 125 uh, if I start to tweak some things here. But just think these are really nice conditions for Collins, um, who's shown a lot of aptitude here in Jabor, who, again, solid player, but I just don't think kind of has the weapons Similar to on the other side, Daria Kasakina, another underdog, someone who loves kind of these slower hard courts here, has a chance to, you know, take some time, make some better shots here. Doesn't necessarily have the power that you'd like her to have, but going against Angelique Kerber, I don't really think that's a problem here. Kerber is someone who I've mentioned before over the last couple months or so has really struggled towards the end of the season. I think that being an older player and, and you know, what she kind of put into the grass season and the earlier North American part of the hard court swing, um, just really has taken a lot out of her. She's looked to struggle. Took her three sets to beat Siniakova, someone who is a solid player, but someone she should really put away. I found that to be pretty uninspiring. Kasakina um, looked nice in her first set and got the chance to take the second set off, so should be fresh again. Playing really nice tennis this year. Has two hardcore titles already, and I believe a second-place finish on top of that. I have this match basically as a coin flip, but honestly, if I tweak some stuff, I can get Kasakina out to a favorite. I was thinking maybe a 2-0 here or maybe trying to find some Kasakina. Um, extra spreads or something. But Collins and Kasakina, two underdogs for us this afternoon. As I look at the schedule, you know, these matches have been starting um, right around 2 p.m. Eastern, and I believe Collins is one of the first ones up today. Um, or, I'm sorry, Kasakina is up first today. She'll be at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then Collins, it looks like she'll be right around 3 p.m. Eastern. But again, might be a little bit later than that. Yeah, don't don't bet the wrong girl because there's a Kalasinka too. Kalinskaya, yes. Anna Kalinskaya. Who, yeah, don't bet Kalinskaya. Kasatkina. It's tough, folks. There's a lot of name stuff going on. It's, uh, you know, as, as we saw from time off. to time. The prices aren't that different, too. <laughs> Kalinskaya is like a plus 120 dog. So right. don't uh, don't confuse those. It's usually hard with Wangs and Ovas, but this is also a case. <laughs> um, and then, yes, Patrick mentioned Cowboys are out to four and a half. Anybody smart enough to grab that minus one last week? kudos to you guys even some people grabbing some threes i missed the three so i sold the four which already got some value on that if we continue to see uh some respect for that dallas cowboys offense uh speaking of lack of respect the market has no respect for my golf outrights Usti played well but boy i just i played sung jm a week too early i guess i had him two weeks ago and he looked really good this week so it'll be interesting to see which of mine from last week wins the CJ Cup here. I haven't played any of these. Basically, I'm waiting for a couple other books to open prices. Like, these are a few guys I have circled, but I hate playing really, really early in the week <laughs> on some of these. And then Chris comes up, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I played 28 to 1 on this guy. He's 36 over here. Like, that's just, it's not what I'm going to, it's usually not a case of, I'm finding, oh my gosh, another book opened and then the market collapsed on a guy I bet. It's so, not a CLV and outrights. Yes. For the most part, betting these Monday ones hasn't been, you know, something 
it's uh, found me numbers that weren't available like on Tuesday. So these are just some guys that are on the radar. Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith, and Webb Simpson. Decent names are all going to be in that 30 to 40 range. Hopefully more. If I can find 40 to 50, even better. Uh, Top-heavy field, you're going to see some big names. CJ Cup has a decent purse, and it's just a good tournament. Like, this does draw some names in. So there is going to be a top-heavy field here where you're going to see a bunch of guys in that 10, 12 to 1. I want to say... I think the the favorites are kind of there's two or three favorites right at that 12 to one mark. So they're eating up a bunch of the market there and you should be able to find some decent value down the board later on the week. I'll actually cinch this up. And by later on, I mean, probably tomorrow. So just a couple of guys I'm looking at looking for some bigger prices. Any of these into 40 or 50 would be so solid. And with that, we'll check you. I'll be, I'll check back here in about, Oh, 835 Eastern when Devernay catches that touchdown and we uh wait for it. We laugh all the way to the bank. Hopefully they we barely get that even ever done. Didn't know he was a Devin player Devin until this year. Ah, <laughs> I think earlier in the year, Link. Link took him to score first touchdown. I don't know if he actually won it or not, but it was that was a name that Link uh, I saw Link played and, and did a little research on him. Thank you for turning me on to that, Cal. Yeah. Thank you, Cal. Hopefully we all hit that tonight. Hopefully, uh, I just actually I just want the Baltimore Ravens to look good, and hopefully we we'll catch you back here tomorrow. Thanks for hopping in the chat. Thanks for everything. Thanks for supporting the sponsors. If you don't have a Prize Picks account yet, get one. Just deposit a few. Deposit like twenty five bucks in there. And just try it out. Let me know what you love and hate about it. That would uh, appreciate. I'd appreciate that greatly. And with that, let's uh, let's crank the music. I got a meeting to go to. That's right.